their bros, their dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. If autism is a type of fast food, then definitely, because there were. <laughs> Damn, dude, I was, I was like, I'm like, I was, it was so weird dropping him off because uh, he's at the dorm where the new, where the, the, uh, the, I don't know what you call it when they take him from high school. They're not drafted. They're like the scholarship uh, football players. Oh yeah, it's like all the freshman football players. Yeah, he's at the dorm where all the the football players play like with full scholarships and stuff wow that's a so he's at that dorm because he he signed up early to get the nicest dorm okay, okay. and it's you know he's wired that way so it was like yeah it was like uh if you want the best dorm you you sign up this day and it was like an alarm goes off that day and he's like signing up at eight o'clock in the morning yeah. and uh and he got it and you know so it's it was it's wild going through his dorm because you're like seeing like the most fit 18 year olds on the planet yeah that yeah. like they're like the army was like ah, i wish they were just a little not as good at football yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean like you see like these, committed one too many crimes <laughs> yeah. but oh you know and then just big dudes but like athletic big dudes. you know you're just, yeah. you're just seeing them all over and then it's just like like snuffle up a kisses you know <laughs> i've always i've always said this about um Football players is that there's such a big divide, unlike any other sport. Baseball, even baseball, doesn't have this like spread in size and weight. Oh yeah, and athleticism. Like you might have. Well, you know, since Eastern is not a Division One school, so they their big guys, like their big offensive linemen, are big dudes who are less athletic but those d1 like offensive linemen yeah. these guys there's a size are, there's a size of an nfl yeah, player yeah they, they're point. rhinoceroses yeah. basically yeah. They, <laughs> they're big but they they can move and they um they can they move and they're so athletic it's just that they're, they're just big and, and and then you get from that all the way to like a punter Who's like a computer programmer type? <laughs> that's like, yeah, I know the right trajectory to hit this ball. It's it, it, it's such a crazy. But what's funny though, that's like our perception too. Watching it, mm-hmm. you know, it's like it's like you watch the NBA and, and you're like, man, Jen Togson is short. I could be in the NBA someday. Yeah. And in real life, he's like six two. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, pr- or or like, I mean, you see some of these corners that they they look like skinny. Marathon runners, they like shorter than, and sometimes they're they're even not that tall. I mean, yeah. and then but then in real life, you're like, oh, that's a that's a big dude. Yeah. Like I, I worked with uh, Sarah Colonna and her husband, John Ryan, the punter for the yeah, and uh, yeah, he's he's yoked. Yeah, dude. and he's like, a, <laughs> like that's a that's a legit yeah athlete. Um, my uh, I I have a um buddy from high school who is like football is life. Um, he has a good job at the, at the railroad, so he's not um, coaching. You know what he used to coach, and I and I asked him like, why are defensive backs shorter than the wide receivers? And he explained it to me like it's evolution. Like over time, those two positions were battling. Like at first, you would start with 
the two fastest people, yeah. would, you know, one who couldn't catch that well would just be the defensive back. Yeah. And the one who could catch well would be the wide receiver. But then something happened in us where taller and faster just became a thing in football. And, and so now you have a 6'5", 230 guy, like, like a DK Metcalf, who in any other generation, they would have put him as a tight end. Oh, yeah, for sure. But he's, he's a wide receiver. And on the other side, I mean, they're not, you know, they're not like unathletic either. I mean, these are top athletes, but right. it'll be like a 5'9 to 5'11, like a 6'2, 6'3 cornerback. Um, is rare. Yeah. Well, they just they need someone who can have the speed. Yeah. And who's a psycho yeah. that is willing to just like jump in the air with these yeah. behemoths. I mean, those the, some of these wide receivers now. DK Metcalf's a great example. DK Metcalf is a specimen. <laughs> He's like an Adonis. Yeah. Dude. We should be <laughs> scraping his damn tongue and making more. Oh, of I him. know. I know. When you know, if a guy like that gets into because you know every once in a while, like an athletic, like a pro athlete. It comes out, they're like, oh, I got 14 kids, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, well, they, you shouldn't, they should be paying you yeah. rather than you paying child support yeah. at this point. Because 14 you, you, kids, three of, them, <laughs> three of them's going to the league. <laughs> yeah, and, and also, like, you're helping our species. Yes. <laughs> you are bettering <laughs> the advancement. I mean. Yeah, it, LeBron James should be selling the sperm like yeah. a thoroughbred horse. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he would get. <laughs> Man, he would get top dollar. Because uh, yeah. um, I grew up on a uh, on a horse farm, and cocaine, uh, and, you know, I, I, I got this information from old black guys who were drinking, so it could be <laughs> anything. But they were saying per hump, he was getting six figures. Wait, co- cocaine, the, a racehorse named yeah, cocaine? Yeah. There was a racehorse named cocaine? Yeah, well, we called him cocaine. I looked him oh. up on Wikipedia. <laughs> I look no like his name. You know how black black Southern people will take a, a proper name and just say it two hundred times, and then that's the real name. So his real name was Cocaine, Cocaine, Cocaine. Yeah, and, and people would just Cocaine, 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 yeah. and they just because I looked them up on Wikipedia. It's so wild. And that horse made three million dollars just on breeding, yeah. just on breeding, and then you get. Extra money for like if that um, file makes it uh, um, wins races, you get like some money from that as well. The, the, just imagine LeBron James, one of one of the twentieth century's greatest athletes. I mean, he yeah, I, I I'd buy some just to wear in a little amulet around my neck. <laughs> Just like in case of emergencies, <laughs> I yeah, I'd wear. I'd have the the LeBron James sperm in like a. I don't know what's a sperm urn. <laughs> Put it in a sperm urn. <laughs> if the world ends, break in case. Our of- SEO is already messed up, so I can't name that the. I bet you Google don't know what to do with our titles, man. Because sometimes it's serious, and sometimes it's like. <laughs> Oh, uh, um, Hillbilly Nyquil. And it's like, where are we going to put this? <laughs> Welcome this? to Bro Dads. <laughs> Bro Dads. Uncategorical. Uh, episode 22, I believe. 
<clears throat> hey, uh, just we should get this out of the way. This weekend, we are on the road at yes. Great Falls. Yes. So if you know anybody in Great Falls, uh, go to my website, Philip Cobb Comedy, and uh, follow the link. And if you use the code BRODADS, B-R-O-D-A-D-S, it will do nothing. Uh, <laughs> we got you. <laughs> it'll do nothing. Absolutely nothing. But if you know anybody in Great Falls, uh, come on out. It's going to be a great time. You yeah. might say, well, where are you performing? I don't know, man. It's Great Falls. Just find us. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Uh, We're going to be riding around in the new um, Honda Ridgeline, the oh, Black yeah. Edition. Yes, the Black Edition. Man, when I saw that, I was like, mm-hmm. how did he get this? Because those Honda, the Ridgeline's already hard to find, and then you found a limited edition one. It was like, yeah. man, this must have belonged to like an old couple and one got C now, and it was like, Mm-mm, you can't drive anymore. Smoker. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, I got a discount because I was like, this smells like my childhood. But it's leather. Well, I guess the the um, the cloth up top can hold that smell in. Uh, it might have. You know, I took out the the mats. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I took oh, out the yeah, mats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Took out the mats, and uh, that seemed to help. So, uh, yeah, so it's going to be a nice uh, nice drive to Great Falls. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a good time. It's a clean show. Okay. I want to leave. It'd be nice to leave a little early. Yep. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I know you. Okay, yeah, well, I'll pick you up early. I'm going to try. Yeah, dude, yeah, and uh, it's going to be not, Great Falls is not too far away, so that's good. It's an hour ahead, and uh, I believe we might be making money for either animals or breast cancer. This Ooh. uh this producer that's putting on this show. I love both of those. Yeah, yeah, puppies and tits, man. I mean, yeah. he's he knows uh he knows <laughs> he knows what what's worth fighting for. Yes. And so we it's every show I've done for him outside of corporate gigs, it always seems like there's like we're making money for some you, it's funny cuz you go to some small town and you're like, "We're making money for breast cancer?" They're like, "We don't even have a hospital." You're like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I love, I, I just love uh, the genuineness of small towns. Oh, I was you know, just thinking about this when today. I do, when I do shows, I, I did shows in uh, Seattle, and I just, look, man, I'm, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to sit here and um, be right or left or however you want to put it, but if it, all these shows just feel like everybody's putting on them. Yeah, you know, well, you gotta, it's like you almost to survive in a big town, you gotta have a facade because it's like, oh, I'm, you know, it's because it's like, what do you do? Oh, that's how you make it here. And no, and I'm doing this. I'm, 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 I have this job and that's how I can get into a house. And God, I can't believe how bad the traffic is. And we need to, and, but like nobody gets real. Yeah. Like in a small town, you run into people, you know, after a while of seeing the same person over and over, you lose the veneer, you become vulnerable. And I mean, a small town of 500 people, you'll meet more characters and yeah. wi- you know, wild goofballs than you would living in a big city. You know what? That is true. Yeah, yeah. Because in my small ass town, we had at least 15 people that you would say, like if the if an episode of The Simpsons, if The Simpsons happened in my small town, they would have been in that cast. Yeah. Just random, weird, yeah. just weird people, you know, a guy who every other week he's got a different dog yeah. that he's talking about he's going to breed and turn into a fighting dog and then that dog disappears <laughs> and it just turns out all these dogs are just running away and going to some farm that's like eight miles up the road and since he doesn't have a car he can't get there and find all these do- you know like like those types of things you don't see 
in a large city, it just it just, it always feels like people are are playing their their part to exist. We had this guy in my small town who he'd always get ripped off by some vagabond selling stuff at the bar. <laughs> Why does every town have that guy? <laughs> that well, some you know, it's like some dude who doesn't live there shows up and he's like. Oh hey guys, uh, I got knives in my trunk. Maybe I want to come take a look. Fifteen bucks, you know. And then cut to two hours later, the guy's taking the knives out of the thing, and he's like, "God damn it, these are dull as shit." Ah, happened to me again. Like, you can't get a set of knives for fifteen dollars, dude. What you, he's like, ah, "I can maybe I can use it to gut a deer. Maybe I don't know. I'll put it in my hunting gear." God damn it! And he's, what were you thinking, man? He's like, Those guys usually end up getting. Murdered by that um, estranged ex-wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that guy who was selling knives definitely is in a, like died in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it, oh man, I mean there were so many guys like this. This one, it's so funny because the characters like if you get into trouble, everybody knows and everybody talks about it. But yep. like somehow you're still part of the community. Yeah. Like this dude who killed. I've told you about the guy who killed his wife. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, oh boom and, boom. Yeah, boom boom. <laughs> I never met that dude, but I met his brother, who would wow. who was the one who started calling him Boom Boom, <laughs> and then everybody else started calling. Well, like, if his brother calls him Boom Boom, yeah. we can all call him Boom Boom. And I think that's how nicknames go. Yeah, and and he had at this point he was like back in town, and it's like you killed a woman who like made cupcakes for the bake sale yeah. and everyone's like, oh, boom, boom. He gets grumpy from time to time. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he got married again. Uh, well, word has it. He was fooling around with the uh, defending attorney lady. Wow. Yeah, that, I mean, this is old, like ancient news, like from the 90s. Like it was so wild. But his brother, they were always like they weren't into like, well, you know, some people are like, I'm against gun control. Yeah, they were against any like it was like I want to own a goddamn cannon and not have it registered, yeah, you know, like yeah. those kind of people. This dude, they were always selling. Like every morning, all these farmers would get together and have breakfast at the local restaurant, and they just have coffee. And you're like, oh, man, that's cool. These yeah. guy, old guys, getting together and just bitching about the problems, and they're just being racist at the table. And- <laughs> Leaving it there, yeah, just small town <laughs> racism, yeah, yeah, just they're, they're, but they're 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 getting it out of their system early in the day, yeah, <laughs> and then they're going about their day, and you think, oh yeah, well that's nice, that's a good, it's, it's like and there's a part of me that's like it's good when old men still get together and chat, like it's good for their mental health, yeah. it's good for everybody, but it then, actually is, it is very good, yeah, but you think it's this wholesome thing, and then afterwards they're always, uh, they're dealing guns in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, this innocent <laughs> farmer talk turned into an arms trading. <laughs> this, and I mean, they're literally in the main street, just pointing guns, like looking at the site. And I'm like, bro, what do you got? This is crazy. You, my mom bought a handgun off of this dude in oh a parking lot of a goodness. bar. Yeah. Is that legal? They don't care. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I mean, we're all out in the woods. Like, I mean, it's not like you're going to probably shoot a person with it. Like, my yeah. mom was carrying it when she'd go on hikes. Yeah. She, you know, and if you did kill a person, I don't you just grab them by the armpits and dr- drag them 20 yards over. <laughs> 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 
What do you? Uh, <laughs> hey man, you shouldn't have been out here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where my mom was living was so deep in the woods. If you saw, if a random person showed up, it was like kind of a like, what, yeah. what is happening right now? You yeah. Know? My parents would lock their the door to their car. And, you know, we only had a one-car garage, so the car was – most of the two other cars were, like, in the property. Yeah. I'm like, unlock the door and leave the keys in. Yeah. Let, let them have the car. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, they came all the way out there for – and they're trying to get your car. They, they're not there for the car. Yeah. They're there for human meat. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. I mean, it was it was so far from anything, you know, and so – but there was – I mean, outside of that, Boom See, Boom's killing we, his wife. There that's was how no we real. lived for a, a long – like, that's half of my childhood was out on the plantation like that where it was so far from anything. It, yeah. It was, it, it was a 20-minute drive just to get to the small town yeah, yeah. that you would call going into town. And so it was – it was lawless, man. If you if you had fireworks, oh hell yeah, light them off. If you had a gun, go ahead. Yeah, like there was no such thing as tags and and like fishing permits and stuff. You if you had a fishing pole or if you had a gun and you wanted that meat, yeah, you got that meat. Yeah, my dad didn't even know about like licensing four wheelers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had four wheelers for like twenty years. Yeah, and he moved out into the into the Colville National Forest, and there's like uh, there's trails that like the state keeps up because yeah. you're, you're, he would ride his four wheeler in the the national the Colville National Forest Man, and snowmobiles. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, he he lived. He was literally go down the highway, cross the highway, and now you're in this massive trail system. And with snowmobiles, they actually would take groomers, and so you could oh, so okay. you have groomed yeah. trails, and you can kind of go off in the meadows. Shit, he had no idea that you were supposed to be li- licensing these vehicles yeah. every year. So I he, mean, that, he, he got pulled over by like a game warden. And he's like, "What?" Dude? And they, uh, they, they, they got a whole show about that. But that's basically all they do is they pull people over, and like sometimes people go into places they're not supposed to go with the ATVs. Sometimes they don't have them licensed. Sometimes people are like, uh, I don't know what they call it, but they throw out a net. That also has hooks on it or something that just catches everything. It's like, well, you're not supposed to use a net. And if you're supposed to use a net, you're not supposed to do these illegal things onto the net. I was like, man, I'm glad just going to Walmart because <laughs> I would I would get a lot of tickets, man. Because to yeah. me, it just seems more efficient. Set up four fishing poles instead of one. Oh, yeah. You got to get a four fishing goes, pole license. Yeah. Which one goes like that? That's the one I'm grabbing. Yeah. 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 Dude, but, a, two, a two pole license. Is like, I mean, it's almost double the price. Man, that just seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, it seems like the poles shouldn't matter. It's me wanting to meet. I got a fishing license for the first time in a very long time this year, and I used it like once. <laughs> Catch it's, anything? Uh, no, oh. it's so boring. <laughs> I br- I caught a, a, a ripoff by the. I mean, I was like the guy at the gas station. I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, I can't believe this seventeen dollar pole broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's me to a T, man. <laughs> I I don't know why I'm like that because I have camera gear. All right, uh, this is Bro Dads. Uh, we uh, we may have lost some transmissions. I hope we didn't. 
We but if we did, uh, we we'll just we'll just care. You everything we said was good, and yeah. let's just keep rolling. The you know the problem is. I probably we probably used up the battery faster because today my psychic said I have a lot of magnetic energy. <laughs> <laughs> if you follow my blog, Crystals and Wizards, <laughs> you'll know that my aura is definitely uh, it's it's putting out a lot of chakras this week. <laughs> I used to um, I used to read my uh, horoscope religiously. And I never translated it into anything. I would just read it and go. Well, you should have read the English one. (laughs) 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 You know how you know how like you read it and you're like, oh, so I'm supposed to meet somebody interesting, and then. You just go about your day and you're like, was that bum the interesting person? Yeah, right. Well, that's a hard thing. Once you implant that in your brain, then you're going to be like, oh, my God. I mean, you could think now you're a weirdo. You're like, oh, I'm getting my registration at the DOL today and some lady, you know, has like one, you know, fake eyelash missing. And you're like, (laughs) are you getting, and you ask her, you're like, are you getting a more muscular eyelid on one side? (laughs) Do you find that your blinking causes you to walk in circles? <laughs> and then now you're, they're like, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing at the DOL? Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, I know I, we haven't done one of these in a couple oh, episodes, boy. but I have a top five and a topic. Which right. one do you want first? Let's do top five. Let's get that knocked out. All right. This top five is top five inventions by mistake. Oh, my God. That's tough. Well, well, I got the... I, I got, okay, you go. You go first. Well, I got the top five. You ju- you can just react to it. You don't have to come Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear it because I, I only know one thing. Because number five, Gore-Tex. What, was there, what were they trying to invent? He The, the guy who invented Gore-Tex was just <laughs> experimenting with... Uh, just experimenting with like nylons and cottons and stuff, just seeing what he could come up with. And so he, he, he's at his little experimenting table and he twisted nylon too far. He twisted it and it stretched. And when he went and tested it, it, it had all these properties that nylon didn't have. And he called it, well, Gore-Tex, because I think his last name was Gore, and it was... Um, yeah, he made new tech. Yeah. And <laughs> that guy that guy is a is a billionaire now. Gore-Tex is just twisted nylon? Yeah. Like, like you know, not, you know, not like blunt twisted, but... Yeah. Like, no, I'm just wondering, like, how many inventions I've made out of nipples. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Should have been patting this shit all along. <laughs> this is a whole different thing now. Number four, artificial sweetener. Um, the guy who was creating it was creating. Uh, shoot, I, I want to say an, uh, he was trying to find a. Uh, um, oh shoot, I, I forget the chemical, 
but he he was a filthy man. He was a filthy guy, and when he was mixing the stuff together, he uh, didn't wash his hands after the experiment. So then he's like, oh, lunchtime. He goes, after playing with these chemicals now, he goes, he's eating a sandwich, he licks his fingers, and he's like, that's sweet. And so he's now, because he didn't wash his hands, he's in his laboratory like, all right, what, what did I touch that was sweet? And so now he's in there licking <laughs> random things, and he found that the the two, which got really big scientific names, combined made a, a sweetener. And uh, when he brought it up to when he brought it up to um, you know his higher ups, they were like, "We are you all right? We got to make sure you don't get cancer. For we don't we don't know." <laughs> Just because it's sweet doesn't mean it's... And so it took years for them to get it on market, but that's how he, he found it. This is how I believe COVID might be is made in a laboratory. Because yeah. it's just, you know, a lot of these scientists are like, dude, they let us just do this shit. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> like, we just start messing with stuff, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It, yeah, that's so wild. Wait, I mean, what year was this? Like, they had to have germ... Theory at this point, this, this guy's was, not even washing his. He's like, mm, these are good ribs. This was, <laughs> he's like, this was like mid fifties. I want to. I, I want to say. Ah, what a nut, dude. Yeah. yeah. Now we're all getting cancer from artificial sweeteners. Yeah. 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 I had a. Uh, I had a diet coke last night, and uh, you know what? They're not bad. <laughs> they're actually great. Man. And there's so many times where I'm like, mm, the World Health Organization. <laughs> Has said that artificial sweeteners are cancer causing, so I'm gonna have eight oh, IPAs instead. Here's the here's the thing to that though. They did that test on um rats and they gave them a dosage that no human would be able to consume. So it would cause cancer if you like had like a five pound bag of it and just <laughs> But that's only in rats. So yeah. we so we know it causes cancer. And we know it causes cancer in rats. So we just kind of say it will cause cancer in humans because nobody wants to do because you can't do that experiment on on humans. You just got to wait until. But you got to eat like a percentage of your own body weight. Yeah, you have yeah. to eat a lot of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know how many times I've like drank alcohol instead of something with artificial sweeteners? Because <laughs> I'm like, well, we know. I mean, alcohol has been around forever. <laughs> But, uh, you know, now, I mean, I don't know. The other week I was like, man, I've never had two Diet Cokes and shit in my pants. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, where, you know, I saw I'm like, I'm going to switch these Diet Cokes. And, uh, and so far, new, so good. And the new, like, Coke Zeros, they, they use something even different. So uh, I, I don't know anything about that stuff they put in Coke Zero. Diet Coke is the stuff from the 50s and 60s that we brought into the market. Well, man, these rats seem pretty healthy. Once I see these sewer rats <laughs> with a bunch of tumors on their body, I'll stop drinking it until then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, it's too good, man. <laughs> Diet Coke with lime. Like, you know, it's fun. I would have regular Coke if they could just make it less sweet. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost criminally sweet because yeah. when they first made it, it was not, Loaded with sugar like that. It was just it. It was like a alcohol replacement because the guy who made it was like, well, people can't drink alcohol and 
when we give the blacks the alcohol, they rape all our women. So let's just make this coke. That hey, that's that. Hey, that's what happened. I didn't make that up. The guy was like, black people get alcohol and rape all the white women. So I got an anti Negro rape drink. No, no. If listen, if you follow. If you're subscribed to my newsletter, you're already aware of this. <laughs> I go over this in detail. <laughs> it's been a big problem in my family. <laughs> Dude, how much energy did white guys expel because they're like, listen, man, we're not dicking down. Our bitch is good enough. <laughs> we're so <laughs> if if you If you watch, like, these documentaries and, like, and, and stuff about uh, like old timey racism, they focused a l- too much <laughs> on that. It it seemed like that was yeah, a dude. fetish of theirs. Yeah, it was. It well definitely turned it into a fetish when it's like, don't touch the forbidden penis. Yeah, it, 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 it's insane to me <laughs> that that's like the crutch of your like so many laws in this country were, were um, ba- it, it, the actual term starts with an M when. Uh, r- two different races uh, marry, but they had laws to forbid this. Alabama, I think, got rid of theirs in two thousand four or something. Like <laughs> we had color television, people landed on the moon. We had internet <laughs> access. That's so crazy. We had iPods. Oh, it's television of color. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the, the, the episode. <laughs> God uh, damn it. Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, it, it it is crazy the the how scared so many white dudes were of yeah. the black guys' penises. Like it's almost just like uh, like were they just all sitting around like have you guys seen one? <laughs> I saw one one time. It was on a, a, a sleeping man on the side of the road. I, I pulled his pants down because I had to take a look. Oh, the forbidden snake has a wily curse upon our eyeballs. I tasted it. I will tell you it tasted like a demon. I, I mean, it, it is. It's so, it, it is wild. It's like, who created this fetish first, man? Like, And to yeah. me, it's completely irrational because every... Archaeologists, every scientist say Homo sapiens started in one area. <clears throat> then we started spreading out because we hated each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we got to different places, we started changing because not you don't need to be dark skinned in Norway. Yeah. You, you yeah, know? yeah. So we just changed. So it and, and something. I guarantee you it was one guy. I guarantee you racism started with one guy. Not xenophobia, because xenophobia is a little different, where you just look at a group of people and go, mm, I ain't hanging out with them. That's, yeah, that's yeah. different. Yeah, that's usually But racism line. is like, I these people I don't like because they're inferior to me, so I can treat them bad. And I guarantee you it was one guy who was just like, Man, you know what? They think this is so fucking cool. But guess what? <laughs> I'm better. Because racism is never 
Well, American racism thing. though is based in like a bunch of rich dudes, yeah, not yeah. being able to have free labor anymore. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, I thought I was set. Yeah, uh, that's why. Yeah. That's why when people talk about racism in America, I'm like, you you separating it from classism, and that's what uh, that's what just different than like that old Roman type of racism. You know, where it was just like, well, these people are inferior, so of course we can conquer them. Right. It was ba- it was basically, well, a bunch of rich people say, who wanted free labor and they couldn't get this free cheap labor. And so they used it like a, as a mechanism to kind of have poor white people battle poor black people. And you know, if, and if you tell if you tell a poor if you tell a really poor white guy who's struggling, if you tell him, "Hey, you might be struggling because I'm not paying you what you're worth," but guess what? You're still better than that black guy over there. <laughs> yeah, people are soak that up because people want to feel special, and I think that's why I think that's why racism won't go away because people want to feel like they are superior than people who don't look like them because it helps you get through the day to day drag. You know how just life just can drag you sometimes where you're just like, yeah, where, how am I ever going to, am I ever going to get to a point? I I, I feel like this all the time in comedy where I'm like, am I going to get to a point where I'm not struggling to get show dates where I'm just, where I'm just, my calendar is booked as, as much as I can have it. And I, I feel like people, I feel like a lot of people feel like that. You you work a job that you don't like. You, you, uh, you're in a relationship you hate. Uh, and so you need a little thing to keep you going well. At least I'm not like them. Well, you know, it's funny. I mean, how many elderly people you meet that are just living because they're full of hate? Yeah, they're just like you're like, oh my god, you're so cute. This bitch won't stop. Yeah, Yeah. they're just trying to outlive each other, like these two old couples. Yeah, it's you know a lot of that stuff is just artificial, much like the sweetener. (laughs) Oh yeah, what's number three? (laughs) Number three. Um, I I I was trying to decide between uh, the two, but I think I I think I came up with the the microwave. What the hell? The guy who invented the microwave was in a um, a radar facility, and he had his uh, he had his midday chocolate bar in his um, pocket. And when they were testing, and this was like a high powered radar system, and he you know he's turned all the dials and stuff. Then afterwards, like. Chocolate bar time, and he and it's just dripping. And he's like, "Wait, what? How could that be? I didn't sit down. I didn't." And and what he discovered was, you know, all these waves are basically light waves. But they at that point they didn't realize that microwaves, when they interact with some molecules, it just heats it up without. The flight without necessarily the flames and everything. He sat down, and within a and within six months, he had a working prototype of the microwave. 
And it, I mean, how many stepdads that is wild. have their entire existence? Yeah, because of the microwave. Yeah, the microwave it's, is. It's all, it's allowing them to have custody still yeah, because which, they can still make food. A lot of people, like my ex-wife, um, Faith's mom, would call it, you know, like, oh, you put it in the microwave, oh, you're nuking it. That's those two, those things are not those things are not the the same. That that's why it gets the that's why it gets the reputation that it had early on because it was during the time of the um, um, nuclear warfare and stuff. So people were like, "Wait, is it putting radiation in the food?" And but that's scientists call radiation. Radiation has a lot of definitions. Right, right. There's different Ra- forms. Yeah, radiation doesn't mean. Uh, you got uranium or plutonium throwing gamma rays into your body. It can also mean a source that's pushing out heat. And that's that's all micro, microwaves did was it interacts with water in the and excites the water and heats things up. That's why if you put if you just put dry rice, just if you just put yeah, dry rice, it, it's not gonna do anything because there's nothing. You ever put a the, CD in a microwave? No. That's but pretty I, awesome. <laughs> I, I got a microwave for 15 bucks at Goodwill one time, loaded that shit up with CDs, dude. They, say you, can't, they say you can't control the weather, but that you're making a lightning storm inside a box, dude. It's awesome. It's so awesome. I actually stopped selling CDs in my shows. So I had some good old-fashioned microwave CDs. Dude, Why is this... Why, why is this typical feel? <laughs> you know, our gig this weekend, we should stop by Goodwill, see if we can get $20 microwave. Hell yeah. And uh, that, that dude, that'd be so funny to have a finale. <laughs> <laughs> like an old-fashioned act. <laughs> Give me my microwave. <laughs> Put it up on the stool. If you guys ever... Turn the lights out! <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, that would be so wild to end your show like that. Thank yeah. you! Good night! Like, yeah. You're like, what the hell did you say? <laughs> We're raising money for breast cancer? <laughs> oh, but I don't know if the first part of this is uh, going to come back, but uh, we do have a show this weekend in Great Falls, Montana. Uh, <laughs> and it may be for puppies or breast cancer. I yeah. forget. But we might be making money for a good cause. It's going to be a good cause. Puppies, cool... Titties better, <laughs> and it might be a small. And it's a small tent show, so if nothing else, you just bring in some happiness. Well, I don't know. Great Falls isn't that small. No, I it, don't think so. But it's not. It's not big. I mean, Montana's so. It's so like unconquered. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like you go through these yeah. areas, you're like, this. How is this whole lake not developed? You know? Yeah. And, yeah. And. Uh, and then you're like, well, probably because there's not like a store within 50 miles. Yeah, and like your cell phone doesn't work. And <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It would be yeah. hard to get um, cable, you know, like copper um, wiring all the way out there for cable and internet. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Starlink insane. customers. Yeah, out yeah. Oh man, I bet you that's thirty percent of Starlink's business. Do you think the microwave came to humans before they were? Civilized, like, like I, know, I mean, I know people that were grew up in the seventies, and the shit they talk about is crazy. Like, it would never. They're like, when we used to tie cats' tails together, and you know, <laughs> shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, because I gotta believe, like, like real, le- like, 
like messed up kids in the fifties. Oh my god! Man. <laughs> so many, so many They'd babies be with squirrels in there. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah, like what? what yeah, I mean, man. yeah. So, because uh, I mean, it was like the fifties, right? Microwaves. Yeah. Man, it, man. It, it, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. And those old ones, like the seals, weren't tight. Yeah. You know? Like people are watching it, and they're like, yeah. "How come I got face cancer?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> and back then. You know, when appliances actually lasted, you know, microwave was expensive. Someone with a microwave was the same as somebody with a colored television. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. like, holy crap, man. <laughs> what are you making? Yeah, they probably were just like... Sounded like an MRI machine. But I just love how something that changed it fundamentally changed uh eating uh preser- preserving foods Be- i mean because before then a tv dinner was a, a tv dinner was it yeah you it would be freeze dried and whatever but if you put it in the oven that that's that, gross yeah but a microwave a microwave turned a 30 40 minute process into minutes man and that's just uh, and I think that's that's to them back then. That's to them what high speed internet is to us. Like turning something that is just a part of day to day and just made it instant. You imagine being one of those guys though, like where you're in a generation where women are still primarily at the home, and these guys, the microwave comes out. They they were used to having a mom that made a home cooked meal. Yep. Took almost all day, yep. and then now their wives are just <laughs> crank, yeah. cranking out hungry mans or yeah. whatever. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, I, <laughs> these, these guys yeah. had to be like, <laughs> we're, we're. I mean, I, I mean, you'd think they would just beat the microwave with an axe <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Be like, we gotta get this out of here, man. I want an old fashioned cake. But then, we didn't even have a microwave growing up. Well, my, my dad almost burned down the house multiple times with a microwave. <laughs> it was chaos, dude. He would yeah. put a cup of noodles, but in the styrofoam. Yeah. Like you're supposed to cook the water and then pour it in. Yeah. He would just put water in there and put it in and be like, oh, five minutes. Oh, because yeah, you're yeah. supposed to. He would he would misread it and the, you're supposed to put the water in for yeah, five minutes. Yeah. Dude, five minutes. Cup of noodles. Smokes billowing yeah. out of thing. The, the, the especially, especially with those eighties nineties microwaves that <laughs> yeah, didn't dude. really. That's where all those jokes come from. Where it's like, well, this on your TV dinner. This is lava, and this is still got ice on it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because those things it. it I read somewhere how it would, how the older ones didn't uh, push the microwaves out evenly, so it would some things would. That's why now every one of those microwaves wow. now has a spinner in yeah. it. Yeah, because at least like a cheap one, you find if there's a cheap one, it'll have a spinner so they can keep the 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 little thing. I'm not. I'm sorry. I I, I read these things, but. The microwave scient- spinner, right? Yeah, yeah, the scientific names, I'm like, I ain't gonna remember that shit. <laughs> so when it hits it, it's gonna hit everything enough to to actually heat it up. So that that was like the second big part of the microwave was you make it, it cooks food, but now you make it to cook food at least uh as evenly as as possible. 
another thing people get incorrect is not all microwaves are uh, equal. If you most instructions are for a thousand watt microwave. So oh, if you've got a college shit, kid dude. that's living in a little dorm that's got like a little twelve dollar, like five hundred watt, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not gonna, it's not gonna, it's not gonna de-thaw and cook it in that five minutes. You're gonna have to double and triple that time. Dude, I mean, once they came out with the one minute button. I'm like, why even have another button? Yeah. Yeah, I just Yeah. I push that for as many times as I think is good. Yeah. And then I'm just like, Meh, <laughs> nope, not ready yet. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't use I don't uh I I you know, I think that every time I use a microwave, I'm like, this is probably this is probably poisonous to me. I'm, you're all right. <laughs> yeah, you're all right. You're all right. Uh all right, what's number two? All right. Number two for number one and number two, this was a hard debate because both of these are fundamental to the entire world. I don't think you are going to name the one thing I know. But I'm giving number two to penicillin. Wow. So um, the guy who invented penicillin. He was eating moldy bread. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what happened was he, you know, like back in those days and, Unlike now where uh, our scientists are more or less restricted to ex- just experimenting. In America. Yeah. but <laughs> Yeah, because he, he was um, from England. Um, back, back in the day, they, the government would just give them money and say, whatever you're leaning towards, work on it, and let's see what you got. So this guy... He's just he's just he's just dicking around he, and he's cleaning petri dishes, and he was you know he's putting things on petri dishes, seeing how it grows. I don't know why, and I don't know how, because no, uh, and I've read like three or four articles on this. I don't know why the, this guy had the the bread near. It, it seemed like they never went on break. It, yeah, that's what it always felt like. <laughs> Most scientific discoveries are just guys that left their food out next to their experiments. It sounds exactly. Like. <laughs> he went on vacation. He that that's what happened. He went on vacation. He came back. He was like, "Oh shit, I forgot about this bread." And the bread uh, was the bread was near a petri dish that he didn't clean properly. Again, just a nasty. Bastard. Yeah. So then, so he's looking at it, and he's like, "Huh." So the, the bread was leaning on this part of the petri dish, and and there's, I can obviously see bacteria here, but I see nothing here. And he looks down, and the fungus that was on the bread just killed all the bacteria that was near it. And so it took him, it did take him a while to figure out penicillin, not just mushrooms, but but the, the penicillin part of the of this of this exact uh fungus, and to then uh synthesize it, and then he gave it away for a dollar. He gave away the patent for a dollar. Ooh, man. That's a. I don't think those guys exist anymore. No, 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 no. Well, I think people kind of knew. I weren't. I don't know. Weren't people like rubbing moldy bread on their chlamydia for years? Well, I mean, I don't. They they have like. 
they they have like uh um there's stories of like uh the Chinese they invented they invent everything first um like China would uh take um mold and put it in wounds and stuff and it would but they didn't know they just knew it did something yeah. they didn't know what the chemical basis so basically he was able to to drill down and go, oh, it's this thing, so we don't have to put the molded <laughs> bread on you. We, yeah, we'll just shoot the the, the fungus right into you. You know, and he uh, sold that patent for a dollar. That's, that's wild, dude. That's amazing because he he could own the world. Yeah, my, that stuff is. Well, I mean, penicillin is the reason why most of us live past thirty. Right, right. My mom actually is allergic to it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If she, she she's supposed to wear a bracelet because if uh, you know if like you get in a car accident in a bunch of in a bog or whatever, and you're all cut up and you get, <laughs> you get a bunch of bog juice in you, <laughs> they will give you some penicillin, you know. But she, I'm like, you got to wear this bracelet, yeah, yeah, or stop driving around bogs. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, she won't do it. I don't know what's going on because huh. like she's so allergic to it that one time she bit into a, a like a bagel that had mold inside. Oh, and her mouth all got all messed up like immediately. Yeah, yeah. Holy so I'm like, I'm like, hell. put the bracelet on, yeah. you know, those little medical alert bracelets. I'm like, get a tattoo, something. Yeah, she won't do it. Yeah, that's yeah, whatever. She's doing fine. Uh, yeah, I just until she goes driving around a bog again to relive yeah, yeah. the good old days. Well, once you get older, though, you're a lot more susceptible to all kinds of infections. So you can, yeah. they, you get wheeled in and you're acting, you know, because like, yeah, even like, it's wild. Like an elderly person who gets like a, I don't know, like a bladder infection or just like a, something that you yeah. normally, like they'll just, be, they'll just pump you full of whatever antibiotics yeah. they got. And a lot of times it's penicillin. So yeah, that's gonna be crazy. She's gonna be like 84 in good shape, you know, gets a mild infection and gets killed by a, uh, yeah. A penicillin Yeah, injection. by a well-meaning doctor. Yeah, yeah, that guy's going to, oh, that guy's going to feel so bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the big problems with um, our antibiotics, it, which is something that I think we knew at the time that because bacteria live and die faster than us, they evolve faster. Yeah. So they will gain a resistance to it. But I think it was such a godsend for so many, I mean, if you had syphilis, oh yeah, dude, you just, it was your, a death sentence. Yeah, your jaw just fell, your jaw just fell off, and you went insane, and that was it. That, or you just shot your dick hole filled with mercury. It was <laughs> like none of those. Is that real? Yeah, they would. Whoa, sailors, sailors did it all the time. Man, just that's with, wild, dude. Yeah, I'd never heard that before. Yeah, just filling the dick holes with with mercury. Man. And you know, we knew for we've known for as long as we known that asbestos was uh dangerous that mercury is also lethal. But it was the one thing that that stopped all those symptoms. Yeah. But that's because it's poisoning Every inch of your body, so your body ain't got time to. <laughs> Man, that's that syphilis, dude. Syphilis it sounds so much worse than AIDS. Yeah. Like if you get AIDS, you're like, <coughs> then you die. Yeah. Uh, or at least old fashioned AIDS. Uh, but like, do you know there's a new world syphilis and an old world syphilis? Oh, I believe that. The old world syphilis was, you know, it it, it was much milder. It wasn't 
it wasn't like a death sentence. You you know, your penis would itch, and then you would do things to keep it down. It wasn't until Columbus went to the New World, started raping all these people, got New World Chlamydia, and New World Chlamydia met Old World Chlamydia, and basically turned into the Avengers of STDs. <laughs> Wait, so they there were STDs in the indigenous people? Mm-hmm. Wow, how about that? Man. Yep. That I wonder if that's and it and and New World Syphilis took off. It was like a Taylor Swift album. It was just I mean, it when he came back, it, it, I mean, I, I can't remember the, the statistics, but it was like it, it it was so ridiculous oh, I bet. that kings and uh and nobility were like this is is this the is this the is this the, is, <laughs> is this is this the plague again is this the end times and all because Christopher Columbus was just I mean even if he was consenting even if the people were consenting he would have still gotten it because I mean, there's only so many sheep's bladders you can use. Right. Yeah. So he, you know, they would have still brought it back, but it, it, it's it's in, insane to me how they they discovered old what they call old world uh, syphilis, which was like, you know, just you know, like a like a partying raver, just like yeah, in your body, well, and then the this monster truck. <laughs> That's just like, I'm going to rip your dick off. I mean, off. you got to think like, <laughs> you know, before, I mean, any kind of communication or be able to travel, yeah. like, yeah, it, people must have been just having so much sex. Yeah. I mean, think about like, you know, like Aztecs would sacrifice a virgin. So you're yeah. like, they must have been like, you, you're not going to have sex? <laughs> We're going to throw your ass in this volcano. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> <laughs> or whatever they did. Man, they, they were, <laughs> wasn't volcanoes at the Aztecs. But they were like, we'll rip your heart out at the top of this pyramid. You don't start having sex. That's got to be, I mean, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And every and like everybody's on board with it. They're like, yeah, she won't give it up. <laughs> you, one of the biggest myths about the old times that bothers me is how people think everybody was these Debutantes oh, and dude, yeah. everybody was polite and th- no, the yes, same yeah, things yeah. that was going, the same things that go on now with like guys who had twelve kids. It was even easier back then. Yeah, because there were whorehouses everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, imagine before social media, the internet, social security cards, permanent addresses. You could go to one town, <laughs> fuck eight women, and then just. Go five miles yeah. down the road to another town. I bet that's how marathons were created. <laughs> it's like twenty six point two miles is the distance you need to go to abandon your family. God. Oh, that's man. That is oh, that is that's brilliant shit right there, man. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, uh, I, yeah, I would have been a great family abandoner, <laughs> and and it would have been lean, which would have been nice. Who's that skinny new man in town? They, they say he can run like the wind. <laughs> Number one. Um, 
gunpowder. Oh, man. The but, one thing I know that was okay. accidentally invented didn't make the list. Now, there's a bunch of stories. There's a bunch of stories because it was so long ago, people don't. Uh, some people say it was a guy, and they gave him a name, but it was a Chinese name, so I can't remember. Who were who was trying to? He was an alchemist trying to find uh, a mixture for um, the philosopher's stone. Yeah, okay. And when he and when he mixed the the saltpeter up and was and must have got the right mixture, it just blew up in his face. Cool. And he and then he 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 was so he sat there. And he said, "I know what this could be used for." <laughs> Fireworks, <laughs> and and that's what and that's what they use it for until a, a a general saw it and was like, you know what, you could fuck with some people doing this. So basically, how many years between the firework creation of fireworks from gunpowder to warfare? Oh, like a couple years. It, Oh, okay. Because people, was, but it wasn't like generations. No, yeah. They 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 found it. The guy made enough, and he was like, oh, if I put different color uh, stuff in I, it. The first Roman candle I had, I put in a gopher's hole. So I was... <laughs> for me, it was pretty much immediate. <laughs> I'm like, you don't kill him. My mom's carrots, you know. <laughs> and at, at first... They didn't, at first, they used it more as a scare tactic. They would just... Oh, yeah. They would just have these guys in the back while you, while um, everybody was going forward, and they would light them, and boom, 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 and people would go, what the fuck? And, and then just <laughs> yeah, bounce. And then someone who they don't have recorded decided, let's just shove a bunch of shit in front of the gunpowder. So basically, the first guns were basically just shotguns, and they weren't accurate. They weren't. It was basically just. Were they cannons? Yeah, they're, they're technically like yeah. hand cannons. So so they <laughs> cool. so they they made the cast, and it was usually like dragon's mouths, you know, fancy stuff like that. They would shove the gunpowder in. They would just shove um, a, a a wick in the top, and just I mean, just rocks, dirt, you know, a lizard, you know, yeah. they just shove anything <laughs> in front of, and then they would just kind of. Just hold it up and just let it rip, and, oh and and it took and from that point, it took, I want to say three hundred years for us to get to a point where someone said, let's <laughs> let's use an actual thing, because it just went for, it, it went from it went from random shit, cannons. So cannonballs, but no one looked at the cannonball for a while, right? And said, "Let's miniaturize. Let's just shrink that down." I think that musket era had to be a real low point. You know, sometimes you yeah. got to take two steps backwards. Yeah, take a that step was because I mean, could you imagine if you were like a guy with a a, a sword running at a dude that's like, oh, "I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get you know, stuffing in yeah. one, but then that one bullet misses. Yeah, that, just like cut his head off. Like, and, yeah, that's not an efficient use of weaponry. And that's kind of uh, that, that, that's kind of it. You know, it's kind of like when we were talking about the <laughs> wide receiver and defensive back. It's it, it, all these things are like well, well we got these uh, we got this gun we got this gunpowder and the Chinese knew that it was valuable. It was like when we created the nuke, 
we knew it was valuable. And somehow, it's just like with anything else. If you see something and a smart enough person sees it, they go, they can they can reverse engineer it. Have so, you seen Oppenheimer? Yeah. I haven't seen Oppenheimer, but I've seen the part where the where it's silent and the explosion happens and people are timing their farts <laughs> in in a movie theater to to fart right at that moment. Have you not seen these? No. Oh, it's the greatest. Wow. That, I, all right. It's probably better than the movie. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen the movie. But anyway, uh yeah, no, I mean, every war, everything that deals with war, it's like you're all one up at each other, and then now we have nukes, and it's like, how can we put these nukes into, like, a, a hand grenade or whatever? Yeah. I feel like yeah. the there's there's probably a scientist sitting down somewhere right now getting paid six figures to figure out how to make a nuke that's hand-holdable. You can throw it and it'll decimate an area but not make it uninhabitable. That's the... The unicorn people. I almost, feel, I almost feel, dude. I almost feel like the next stage of warfare is like tricking people into an alternate reality to where you're screwing with their head. Like right now, I bet, mm-hmm. I bet, you, dude. I bet, a, I bet a, a foreign think, entity could go to Americans and be like, "Your government, you know, like, like make up fake news stories about a fake country," and the people would be like, "We're giving money to Becky Rakistan," and you're like, dude. and then everybody's, <laughs> you, you basically. You basically just described 2016. Russia, Russia was doing that. Oh yeah, yeah. To us, you mean? Yeah, and yeah, now I, China's doing it right now. I that's kind of. I mean, that you know, that's that's what I feel like. They're getting back to a back at us with these opium dens. Uh, you know, we did the <laughs> opium den, and now they're now they're giving us like you were saying before we start recording. They're giving us uh, shitty boner pills at the gas station. <laughs> You know, they, we, we trapped them in a in a den of addiction, and they're trapping us in our bedrooms of masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> bedrooms, if you're lucky. <laughs> like generals have always said, well, not every general, but um, the ones that I've always um, um, watched talk, they've always said warfare that warfare and killing. The killing of people is the absolute worst part of the warfare because what you do is you're just creating a hardened base in whatever place that you're um, fighting with. Like, look at all these look at all these weird beasts that countries have. It's because one country just killed almost every fucking man <laughs> the other country had. And that will create a lot of animosity. So the information, it's going to, uh, places like Russia, Iran, China, they don't, kill, killing people is not how you keep the economy going. I mean, look right. what happened at the World War II. You, all these people died. It basically turned, it basically turned America into what we are today because America before World War II, I mean, we were, you know, we were, you know, we were the young hip country, but we weren't a superpower. We weren't, we weren't dictating shit around the world, but when all your buildings are standing and everybody else is just salted, just salted earth, you can start selling well, people. I, it's, and I know there's a lot of people that are nervous because, like, China's built up a navy that's supposed to be equal to the American Navy now. But, you know, it's like, okay, cool, great. You beat our navy on the water. But, like, have you met our rednecks of the land? <laughs> 
Because that, that's what, I always feel like when you really think about it, there's so many freaking guns in this country. Yeah. There, I don't like no, I don't like actual boots on the ground in America. I can't imagine what happened it, just because of the amount of gun ownership in the in people's private yeah, homes. It would not. It, I think that's why no country has done it. Well, I think I mean because we're big enough. You can take. <clears throat> I feel like you're big. We're big enough. You could take. A coast, you could take an east coast or a west coast if you wanted to. Yeah, but there's just too many guns. There's so many guns yeah. in the US, dude. And, it's and, so and many. Not, you know, and like I, I forget if it's Norway or Finland, but the, each one of those houses has a M16 in it for yeah, yeah. for um, private defense. I mean, for you know uh, invasion purposes. We this country. Might have two, three, four oh. guns per house. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, man. I so, mean, it's it's but but the thing is, it's all concentrated. Yeah, it's like oh, this guy has fifty. Yeah, and <laughs> this guy has nothing. Yeah, he yeah, has the, a baton. Eighty homes have have nothing. It, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it, it it. But the amount of I mean, and the thing is, the guys that have those kind of guns are just like, please, 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 oh, please, hell come, yeah. please come to my house. Please yeah. give me any excuse. They yeah. gotta, they'll have. I mean, and they uh, want to use. The biggest one they got. They're not. They're not. They're not going to shoot you with the the thirty eight that they yeah. told their wife they bought for home protection. They are bringing out the fucking AK forty seven that they bought from a guy behind a chiffy <laughs> loop that's that's shooting like that's shooting like the you know the, the type of rounds where it's like oh what's the name of that movie Jekyll where um Bruce Willis basically shoots uh. Jack Black's um, hand off with, with a round from the gun. Like that type of, amb- you know, like just insane type of gun. There's people out, there's people out there who have legit like automatic weapons, have uh, grenade launchers. As long as you have the the permit and you're willing to do all that, um, you can yeah, own you it. Can, yeah, absolutely. So there's people that, that have all this stuff. So... Dude, I, I have a I knew a guy whose dad was like a like a true gun nut. Yeah. Like people who were like anti any gun control would look at him and be like, Yeah, it's too much. <laughs> like he went through all this stuff to get the silencer and just so he would shoot a squirrels in his backyard. But then like he one time actually put a bullet through his neighbor's like slider, you know, because oh, he's just he can't stop himself from shooting. Yeah. So when he retired, he just he was just making bullets all day long in his garage. He's doing he's got the press. Yeah. He's got a press for, you know, twenty twos, nine millimeter, like about five different types of ammunition. That's gonna be the king of the new world. Uh, so dude, this guy would travel. He had a suburban that he had to put extra suspension in because he at all times he had so much ammunition in this car that uh it was weighing it down. And yeah, that's, yeah, that's a little, it's a little over the top. Yeah. And he got into a car wreck one time and before he called the cops, like he, and he was it, like, he was injured. Damn. He calls his son who I knew and he's like, come get my guns out of my car before oh my the police goodness. <laughs> Cause you know, if you're that big of a gun nut, you got a couple pieces. Oh yeah. That dude. the ATF is like, <laughs> 
John Wills boost gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys like that. I mean, guys like that. Like he, this guy seems fine, but there is an energy about guys like that where you're like, yeah. is this Hitler's ashtray? Yeah. yeah what are you doing, yeah. man? Like, what is, what is, yeah. what do you, ha- how do you have this World War II memorabilia? Yeah. That, uh, it's weird how those two things kind of <laughs> attach yeah, so dude. quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it's so funny because it starts like with like, man, I want to have a gun. It's pretty sick. And then it's like, uh, I'm going to study a very specific time of history. <laughs> yep. 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 And you know what's funny though is like, uh, well, I was, I used to go to in uh, Auburn, Washington. There was this uh, gun shop. It's called Rainier Arms. Ooh. And uh, they just kept getting bigger. They like, they had a, a little shop and then they had, and then they bought, they got like the next. Uh, unit next to the, where they were at and they extended and then they bought it was a like line of industrial kind of you know whatever shops you can rent and then they got one of the storage units behind where people would operate it with an office and now uh, what they were doing is they were machining custom gun parts back there oh, wow. so sometimes during the day they would shoot it into like this thing that is meant to test a gun. So yeah. you would just hear like g- gunshots, like do, 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 do. And they're just shooting into this box that would just kill the bullet. Yeah. And, uh, and then they machine it a little more and then shoot it into this thing. And, uh, dude, you would walk in there and it was all like, it was a type of gun culture I'd never seen before because they were not catering to like redneck, like most, most, I mean, Spokane. Most, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I've been in these gun shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> most yeah. gun shops are, are... Man, you should see their face when I walk in, boy. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, most of them are... I mean, there's a very... It's like hunting, protection. Yeah, but it's a lot of like kind of redneck shit. You yeah, know, like, yeah. it, you know, they'll be, whatever. So this was not like... that. This was all like tactical. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, very okay, tactical. They're, yeah. they're playing like... They're playing like... Uh, like Ah, man, it was like like metal music and like yeah. hip hop music I know and like exactly. you know, and it so and I think and I think it was because it's Auburn is fairly close to the uh, the Air Force Base at the McCord Air Force oh, Base, yeah. so I think they're getting the military guys who want to like have a sick like AR fifteen yeah, custom AR fifteen yeah. or something. Yeah, that that was wild. I mean, like all the videos playing were like, this is the gun you want when you're crawling through the woods and doing these exercises, and it's like. They're like, like most of these like redneck shops are kind of hiding it. Like this yeah. is my grandpa had this boat, you know? And then they're yeah. like, they're like, bitch, your grandpa didn't have AR-15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a 22. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my grandpa had a ton of like AR-15s were not, they were like, that was not really a thing that was mass produced yeah, until it, pretty recently. It wasn't until after <clears throat> um the, the Vietnam war and after uh, these, Gun companies saw that there was a market for uh, what I call what I call aspirational shoppers. Like almost everybody has a little bit of that aspiration in them, where they're like, you know, how someone will buy a truck, like a big <laughs> like F two fifty or yeah. something. They're like, well, it's for when I buy. <laughs> My twenty four, my twenty four foot boat, and they never buy the, you know, they never buy the boat. They never do the things that they, 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 you know. And I do that a little bit with camera gear. Yeah, of course. Like I have, dude. I have like three or four like uh, big box lights, and I got, uh, I got six wildlife lenses. I you can't even use them all at once, but I got, but I got a bunch of them. It's because you aspire to be that guy that's like sitting with a ghillie suit on 
<laughs> like trying to get a photo of a of a great um, blue heron like from five feet away. But it's like most of the time, I'm just going to go hiking. I'm going to see a bird. And by the time I get it up, I'm going to shit. You know, so it's a lot so of... So their ad- aspiration is to, to like, I'm going to be the one that wards off the invasion when yeah. they come to my house. Yes. <laughs> they, they think that, you know, the, the Koreans are just going to come across and they are going to take their $3,000 AR-15 and just massacre the whole... And, it's, and I, I, don't, I don't have a problem with aspirational buying. Yeah, yeah. But you... you I feel like there's a little bit of all of us when we do that, we know the reality. That's what we want to do. Yeah. But we kind of know that we don't like getting wet, so we're not going to lay down in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you know, I, I feel these guys will spend four or five grand on an AR-15. They won't even go to the range and shoot it because the ammunition is expensive. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think is going to happen if a, a bunch of goons come to your house? You all of a sudden are going to be Arnold Schwarzenegger with it? <laughs> right. If you don't, if you don't, if you didn't have it dialed in, you don't. Oh, I'm gonna throw a a red dot on it and I'll be good. No, no you're not yeah. because you got to dial that in. Yeah. So if you if you don't, yeah, that's the reason why I don't have my uh, silencer for. I was going to buy a um, a Ruger 10-22 for the marmots, and I was going to get a silence on it so I could shoot it. Well, I shouldn't say what I was going to do. <laughs> Shit. Might this be. is a off the record. This will be an off the record. Uh, yeah, man. I but mean, it took so long, I was like, oh, I might as well just start in the fall. So <laughs> when it comes to spring, I'll finally have the silencer because it takes that long for all the paperwork. So this is a wild thing. It used to be free a long time ago. Farmers would let you do this. It's uh, I want to say it's in the plains of Montana, but you can look this up. Now it, it's a guided thing because, uh, um, so they got so many, they got these prairie dogs, you know, these little prairie, I mean, they're like, they're like, a, they're like marmots of Montana kind of. Yeah. And, uh, I think it might even be edging on, uh, the Dakotas and Wyoming, but it's terrible for livestock. So it used to be farmers would be like, come kill these, uh, you know, prairie dogs or whatever. But now it's this thing where you can like hit up a company and buy like a three day package wow. where you like get put up. They provide the guns. You don't even need a permit to do this stuff. Wow. And they're like, yeah, you just post up here. And then they got everything cited in. And you're just like, you're just, you're just eradicating generations of these. <laughs> it is so wild, dude. It's like, yeah. it's like an arcade game at some point, yeah. you know, where these like, because, you know, they pop up and they look around and then just blam and then, you know, just pink dust. And yeah. then, <laughs> and it's, it's a crazy animal because you'd think like if you shoot a gun in the air and there's a bunch of deer, they all scatter. Yeah. These prey dogs are like, what's going on? Blam. And, and, <laughs> and the rest of them are like, well, we got to go near where Bobby just got exploded. <laughs> see what the heck's going on over here. And so, dude. Bobby, the, where's your head? Yes, yeah, so this guy, this guy, same dude that had knew the, had the dad. <laughs> that was the gun nut. <laughs> they would do this with, and they would record through, through with like a, tele, like a, like a GoPro, but oh, with yeah, that yeah. had a telescope. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> He'd show me these videos. I'm like, is this shit? It's like snuff 
film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's on YouTube. That's how crazy it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, you can't monetize a lot of those uh, animal killing. Like, hunting yeah. videos got demonetized yeah. on YouTube. So there was a while where these hunting guys were just posting it on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny. It's like, different kind of hunting. <laughs> Whereas uh, this is a dilk hunter. Like what's a what's a, what's a d- deer I'd like to kill? <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> yeah, that was a wild era of uh, you wow. know videos. Yeah, I used to watch this dude called Mousetrap Mondays. He'd make he'd recreate ancient uh, forms of mouse traps. Or he could buy them, like in these. How many videos could he make on this? Well, more than fifty-two. He was doing it every Monday. Oh, yeah, there's wow. a ton of ways to catch a mouse. It's pretty Man. wild. But he had to start if he wanted to keep his video monetized. He had to uh, he had to cut out the the kill. So he he'd oh. have a game camera at night. He was a farmer with a barn. Yeah. So he'd be like, I read about this specific way to trap mice. The best way all the time is a. Uh, a little stairway up to the top of a bucket and then just like a rolling pin basically oh, and yeah. with bait stuck to it and they'd run out and then they just fall into the bucket. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So that's that, but Simple they, you could make it yourself. Yeah. 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 There's a lot. Yeah. You buy these little rolling pin, but there's a ton of wild ones that are yeah. clearly like some psychopath is like, <laughs> yeah, I want to kill mice in interesting ways. <laughs> And yeah, and he yeah, he's got no shortage of mice in a barn. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he does a lot of live catches and then like dumps them out in the forest somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then and he's feeding the birds at that point. Yeah, I've always thought that's what I wanted to do with uh, any property I bought. I, like if I didn't put a house on it, I was gonna uh, like just let out a bunch of mice. You know, because you only need. Eight mice to have a million mice after a yeah, while. Yeah, for sure. And that'll just attract birds of prey, and then I basically have. Oh, my own. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But what if you get owls, man? Those are scary. Man, I I, oh, I saw an owl um, when I was driving home uh, Saturday night. Man, like I saw on that. the side on the side of the road. Really? Just, yeah, I was gonna pull over and, and check and see if it was rabid. Yeah, but you know, it's it's dark. You know, I didn't want to. Oh well, if it's dark, then that's fine. If a day, a, 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 oh no, I'm not. A, if it's an owl out during the day, yeah, that's yeah. Just out, stay away from yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not fucking. That, that thing one. is scary. That's yeah. that's a good reason to learn judo. <laughs> <laughs> an, an owl, a day a daylight owl's gone insane. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, you you see them in trees and stuff during the day, and they you know they're up there chilling, but. You did see, you see? Did you have a gig this weekend? This is a hard turn, but I was yeah, wondering. I had um, well, this week, uh, last week, uh, went to Seattle, did Emmett Montgomery and Brett Hamill's uh, Storytellers Union, which was a fine show, and I, I, I love shows where they're like, hey, the weirder the better. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah. I know those guys. That, that's I came up with that's that bit. kind of vibe. I came up with a bit where I uh, I said I was Alex Trebek, and I stole a black man's uh, skin because for because I was getting arrested for tax evasion, but um, because I didn't shave my head, the zipper is stuck, 
And because I didn't line, align my penis to his penis, I've just been pissing in this black man's skin, and that's where I got the belly. And I mean, they the whole time they were they were with it, and I was like, I'm with it. God, I love. <laughs> it's so insane. Oh man, oh, yeah, and that's the, fun. And and the punchline was uh, that the amount of money I embezzled from Jeopardy was seven thousand dollars. <laughs> So I did all those for seven thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a, and, that's so crazy! And dude. then the next night, I did. Uh, did you film that? Uh, no, Brett. Man, that's did. wild time. I did uh, the blackout, which is a all black, all black produced show, and I, I mean, it, it was great. I mean, you know, were you closing? Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no yeah. complaints or anything, but. I do feel like I turn into whatever the audience expects out of me, which I don't. You know, I was just doing. Yeah, it doesn't I, feel good to pander. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know what you mean. I mean, doing these small town gigs. I mean, it's not quite the same as that. But but I don't know if they. I don't know if they thought I was pandering or if this was my material. Yeah. Because you know, I, I I just went into like. Uh, Basically, my first joke, which was kind of a true story, was Faith just one day out of the blue just looked at me and went, "You ever smoke crack?" <laughs> and I and I just and I was like, "What? Who, who, who told? Did your mom tell you that?" Like, no, because to her, crack isn't you know, crack is like yeah. She didn't live live through the epidemic. Yeah, it's like quaaludes. She doesn't know yeah. anything about it. <laughs> That's so funny. And then, oh my god, is that what is that what fentanyl is going to be like in twenty years? Like, hey, did you ever try yeah. that fentanyl back in the day? Man, I hope we don't get anything more dangerous than fentanyl. Jesus Good gracious, yeah. I feel like we're at the mountaintop of fucked up things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I just basically told yeah, meth addicts are looking at fentanyl addicts like, get your shit together. Yeah, um, that's basically what was the the crutch of the entire set was. If you pointed a gun to my head and told me smoke crack or smoke meth, I'd say, sir, put that gun down and hand me that crack pipe. <laughs> because crack, I, I mean, through my yeah, experience yeah. growing up, yeah, crack was, you know, it fucked up people. It fucked up two of my uncles, my oldest brother. I mean, yes, it is dead. But they still had their teeth. They still yeah. had jobs. They drove they heavy machinery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. A, a meth addict... Meth. Meth, once you start smoking meth long enough, you it's no recovery. They got that weird witch's chin. Where no, man, I was at the I went to the casino today to cash in on uh, one of my NFL winnings. Oh, yeah, pretty sick, dude. Oh shit! I betted the over on the uh, uh, Bills and Dolphins game. It was at fifty. Oh, wow. It was like at fifty points, and I was like, "This is gonna be a shootout." Yeah, pretty sweet eighteen dollars. <laughs> I, I, I don't like betting a lot of my, I don't really like gambling that much, but I mean I'll tell you what, like there's you know, outside of the, I like watching football, but yeah. like if it's on CX, like I just can't give a shit. Yeah. But if I'm like, I have five dollars <laughs> on the Jets losing by nine, you know, I will I will sit there and be like, God damn it! Oh, it's great. It makes it so much more fun. So, yeah, dude. 
<laughs> the over, yeah, that, yeah, every, and it's so fun betting the over because anyway, I was out there. Is that something that you're gonna do more of? Betting on yeah. sports? Uh, well, I've been doing secretly for a year. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. It's been like a year and a half. Uh, 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 no, I mean, I just, yeah, I just, no, I bet, I bet, I'm, I just never talk about it because, uh, you know, some people, I talk about it to people who I know are like real degenerates. Because <laughs> then you start talking to them, and you're like, well, I'm not in that deep. I, I, have, I put like, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, you know, and I'm just like. I'm like I put five dollars on yeah. these six of uh, all six of these teams win. Yeah, you know parlay, but yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's like it's it's dude. I was out there and I'm like I'm like oh whoa, I got sixty dollars and I should have put I'm gonna put fifteen on this game and uh, yeah, ten on this and uh, whatever kind of weird ass bet I'm making. <laughs> and I hear this old dude that looks pretty disheveled. Like I would never see him on the street and be like, I bet he has a yacht, <laughs> you know? And, uh, he's like, oh, I got $2,000 on this one. And I'm like, Whoa, damn, dude. Wow. Just on a machine, just pushing buttons for, it was like a horse race too. Like it was something damn. that he's not even having to wait for. Yeah, man. Boy, so it was, that uh, is. but I will say like, I don't, you know, gambling, I don't really like it. Cause it's like, it would be fun if I could bet like a quarter. Yeah, so I like I like playing blackjack. I like playing, I like play, I like doing stuff, but it's like, fuck, dude, you burn through a hundred bucks and you burn through a hundred bucks in like five minutes. Yeah. If you have a bad streak, like, it's so crazy. So that's not fun. So sports gambling is is fun. But uh, but anyway, I was out there today, which by the way, two thirty or three o'clock or whatever time I was out there, booming. I mean, packed, dude. The whole casino was packed, and there was a lady who was clearly. <laughs> Like in the throes of meth addiction, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> like, because there's so many like, uh, it's the capital of um, whores <laughs> in Spokane. The, the, That's the, a, it's yeah. Like one time Amanda, we were out there and she like she was like dressed really nice and had lipstick on. She's like, what is with all these guys? It was we ran into you that night. Oh yeah, yeah. She looks really nice and she's like, yeah, these guys have never been like hit on and talked because all these guys are like, hello, hey, how's it going? And then like it was starting to get worse as the night went on, <laughs> like like a little more uh, creepy. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, hun, they think you're a prostitute. God damn. <laughs> How did that make her feel? Not great. <laughs> you know, but also, I mean, I know her and she didn't say this, but I know that there's some level she's like, like what, like the kind that, like, like the kind that charges a lot. <laughs> you know, that would be. <laughs> you always want to be the one that charges yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. You want to think it's all, I mean, that's, that's the crazy thing about being a woman is like at any point you could be like, I'm just going to fall back on falling back. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> on land. I'm going to fall back on laying down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is. I mean, as long as you're not, you know, a drug addict and you put together, well, I don't know what, 10 guys yeah. with some real money that can just, you know, drop 500 to a grand a week on you. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, yeah, just be, you know, smell nice, be clean. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I mean. We got penicillin, go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, maybe we'll save the topic. I think we should do an on the road road yeah. ads. That'll be good. Okay. We should do it after the show. Yeah, we, we could do the topic um, then. Yeah, we'll do the topic then. I, uh, 
I think it'll be a good show. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but if you know anyone at Great Falls, send them our way, yeah. and they're going to have a great time. They're going to have a grand time. Uh, yeah. I have, uh, I'll be at the Garland Thursday, October 5th. Oh, for shit. For Harry Halloween. Hopefully you've seen the commercial, because I have. And uh, it turned out it's good. pretty fun. I yeah. like it. I like that it actually turns 3D. Yeah. Like, I love that. It's so funny because it's like, I, I, I bet there's some guy who's like, oh, my God, carrying these around in my pocket has finally paid off. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulling out a 3D. Like, this is why I carry around these 3D glasses all the time for. What's crazy was that was the third take. And I, I was like, this, is, this isn't the, this isn't the, the best one. I, I thought the one after that was the best one, but I cursed way too much. In oh yeah, it. yeah. I mean, for an it, online ad, they yeah, came it got, out of it, yeah, it got really crazy. Or any ad, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm. I think I'm gonna try to go. I'm gonna try to see. I mean, it starts at six thirty, so it's like. Yeah. I, I who's who's on that show? Uh, it, it will be me, Cameron Sullivan, and Jesse Burt. Oh, Jesse Burt. I haven't seen him in a while. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah, that'll be a good show. Uh, come on out. See Harry Riley on Harry Halloween. It's, yes. Yeah, those uh, those Garland shows are a lot of fun. And uh, there's actually a really cool uh, little uh, spot you can hang out in beforehand or afterwards. So, yeah, so after yeah, the show, dude. you can come hang out. Buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. Do not talk to me if you do not buy a shirt. <laughs> Just keep fucking walking. <laughs> dude, Emo Phillips, I opened for him last night. And he didn't sell any merch. Oh. But he was like, I'll go and talk to anybody who wants to talk to me. Dude, he must have hung out with those people. He did it outside the club. Oh, wow. He's like, hey, it'll be fun. I'll go out there. And But he was talking to the people. He was like, can I get two employees, one to take pictures, and one for security? <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. And he, man, I mean, he was with those people. I mean, it was over half an hour. Oh, wow. And the line was still there. As I, and it wasn't a long line. I mean, it was yeah. maybe 40 people, but he gave them as much time as they wanted. Man. It was pretty wild. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, an interesting dude. Uh, yeah, interesting dude. I, I, he, he, you know, he opened for uh, <laughs> Weird Al Yankovic on a 160-date tour. Holy that crap. That just came to a close not too long ago. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Emo Phillips and uh, Weird Al Yankovic. I'm like, man, anybody who was a fan of UHF in the 80s or any of those kind of off-the-wall Weird Al type uh, projects, yeah. that that had to be – and that had to be wild. But the funny thing was it was uh, – it was Weird Al Yankovic. He was in a, you know, he was in a 25 year contract with his record. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's his last album was called like Forced Fun or something. Because it was his last, it was the last album of that 25 year contract. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So when he went on tour with Emo Phillips, it wasn't him doing his parody songs. Every album he's had, which he's had a ton. Yeah. He's the, him, Madonna, and Michael Jackson are the only. Artists have number one albums in three decades. Holy crap. Isn't that wild? Yeah. So like, wow. so he, uh, uh, so he did a concert, but he made it very clear that it was all the original music in, in, cause every album he's had, he's always had just one polka song. Yeah. So it's like him playing his polka music with his band. <laughs> so if you're like, well, weird, I was playing this 800 person, which is pretty small for him, like an yeah. 800 person theater. And you go there and you're like, 
What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hear fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't do the parody stuff. He did his original polka music. Wow. I was like, yeah, but Emo Phillips opened. I'm like, that must have been a, just an interesting show because yeah. uh, his band is so tight because he's been touring for 25 years with these same guys. It, wow, that is yeah, that's that's very rare for. Yeah. Um, yeah. musicians yeah it's it's incredibly rare yeah and they they i mean i was saw him once and it was just they were so tight and it's so funny because weird al yankovic is like i don't know, I don't know he's like using lotions and drinking carrot juice and shit <laughs> so he's aging very well yeah but yeah. all and then but like his band is like clearly a bunch of old men <laughs> you see his band and you're like oh yeah weird al yankovic is like 60 yeah you know you, you don't even think of it uh because he's out there dancing around like crazy he like at one point is walking on people's seats, like Holy finding crap. his footing like next to their butts and like stepping Shit. over them. Yeah, that guy was a performer, wow. man. Yeah. So So that seems it seems like <clears throat> that was a great match. Oh yeah. Yeah, two people yeah, two but, performers. Well, it's like these guys that are like innocent, but can also have these really twisted jokes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty fun. I mean, it's like it's like it's almost like this weird sense of humor that like young like like boys have when they're 12 yeah that gets kind of beaten out of you by puberty and society (laughs) you know (laughs) and uh and these guys just have kept the magic uh so uh so i don't know why i brought that up but anyway uh i'm inspired after (laughs) we are not gonna sit around that long in great in Great Falls. Speak for yourself. You want to talk to me? I will. I will. I will listen to you about all of your uh, uh, horse breeding techniques <laughs> or whatever happens out in <laughs> out there. In great Falls. Uh, but yeah, man, come Philip Cop Comedy. Check out shows. I'm gonna be all over Western Washington and Oregon in Oregon in in, in October. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm not gonna be anywhere after. This weekend, mm-hmm. uh, um, I don't have anything. So, uh, oh yeah, I do have Angels of the Wind. But nobody's. If you're listening to this, you're not going to that. Are you going to Joker's uh, then? Right after that? No, I, I go to Joker's in December. Oh, usually that's. Uh, I think that's tied together now. Oh okay. Yeah, Angel of the Wind's Casino. You done it since they added the bowling alley? No. Oh, it's a little weird, dude. Here no. is no back wall, and it opens up to a bowling alley. Where you can see the people bowling? You can hear them and see them. It's a packed house, and the people are used to it because you're performing to, like, locals, so they're yeah. into it. But it's a little jarring to be on stage. Like, clang, right. clang, clang, clang. <laughs> it is. All right. It's wild. Yeah, I've always said the sound of bowling while you're uh, on stage is all is very similar to the sound of a person's dreams dying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like before I started stand up comedy, I had no idea how often I'd be doing stand up in the same place where bowling occurs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one of the longest running um, comedy spots in the state. You know? Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. So, yeah, that used to be at a different spot. And now it's there. We'll say the rooms are nice and the food is good. All right. <clears throat> um, so, uh, anyway, that's all I got. Please check out the. Uh, uh, Instagram page, Bro Dads Podcast. YouTube, Bro Dads. Hey, did you see? Did you get a chance to look at the the advertisement for the YouTube? No, because I, I I did a I did a different edit where the 
my sound didn't drop out. No, I haven't seen any of this. My okay. phone was a problem okay. up until I did, and then when I was at Richland, I got a new phone. Oh, what'd you get? Uh, Pixel 7a. Oh, all right. Yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah big time now. Yeah. See, they, came, <laughs> they came out with an 8, so I got like the... You know, it's funny when they come up with a new phone. They're like, Get, "You want it, you want some of this free garbage that we have now?" <laughs> you're like, "This is sick, dude! Yeah. This is, I'm, I got a five. Like, yeah. this is maybe that was dropping all kinds of texts. So, all right, I'm good now. To all those people that were trying to text me, <laughs> yeah. So please keep. I mean, we're up to uh, it's growing, but I, I think now I'm gonna make the push because we got enough episodes now. Yeah, yeah. That when we make the push, people don't. People don't have to sit there going, when's the next episode? We got 22 of these bitches. (laughs) Come and get weird with us, please. So thank you guys. Have a good one. You big bitch.